This is retired William Fleming High School coach George Killer Miller, and it's crunch time. Believe with all your heart. Believe in yourself. Believe in each other. And believe that in four quarters, we're going to walk in this locker room, we're going to break the music up, and we're going to dance. From the studios of WPLY, in the middle of Central and Southwest Virginia, this is Crunch Time, your go-to program for area high school football and beyond. Now, your host and Crunch creator, Carl York. Welcome to the weekend, high school football fans. It's Crunch Time, baby! Spring edition. <laughs> what are we going to do in the fall when it's not the spring edition anymore? I don't know. You'll I mean, think of something. Exactly. Yeah, we'll think of something. That's right. That's that's what we do. Well, it's week 10. Wow. Finally to uh, week 10, state championship week. Um, and we've got two teams in it. I mean, yeah. that's awesome. We we kind of figured this. We, we knew we had some good teams rolling through the area here, but we kind of figured that we would be down to maybe two, maybe right. one, if not more. We kind of felt like we would be here, and sure enough, we're here. Yeah, but, you know, it's it's – it's one thing to have them at the beginning, but to get there, to actually get there, to navigate through all those teams, and we've had some really good teams in the area, um, it's pretty amazing. Uh, it's been an amazing season, and I'm, I'm so proud of the, ki- the kids, the coaches, and the communities for getting the season in. Yes. I mean, it's, it, it's been difficult. I mean, uh, I know it's been hard on them. Sure. And uh, hard on the administration, the schools, to try to keep everybody, and hard to keep the fans away. That's it. I yeah. mean, the fans were like, we want to go see this. Well, and, you know, a lot of these games, you would hear people sitting there saying that they would stand up against the fence. Yes. And they couldn't get into the stadium, but they were watching from the outside in, you know, because they just wanted that taste of football. They wanted to see what these teams were about. And, you know, the sad thing is right now is football season's coming to an end. Restrictions are starting to be lifted. Yes. So hopefully by the fall, the good thing is we'll have a lot more people in the stands, a lot more you know people watching these kids do what they do. But we've, out of all, everything that's happened, I really feel like we've had a good year this yeah, year. Yeah, I, I do too. Yeah, I absolutely do. And like you're saying, I know there were a couple games Jimmy and I were at where, in the corners where the fence is around the the field, right outside, you know where you pay to get in, there would be groups of students. Yeah. Then there'd be groups of adults. That's yeah. it. Then there'd be groups of the of the visiting team. Yes. I mean, it was like everybody was on the outside looking in. It was like a cage match. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you you just had to, you had to get you know that that dose of football, yeah. and that was the only way of getting it. But look, the times that we have gone through here in the last year, two years, it, it's really you know I'm glad to see everything kind of lifting right now. Yes. You feel like the fall is going to be a little bit better for us. You're going to feel like the crowds are going to be there. And, you know, we had this minor hiccup, but hopefully in the fall it gets better and yeah. we get back to some normalcy and, here. And these seniors got a season. I exactly. Mean, they could have lost a year. They yes. Could, and you, you can't get that back in high school. You cannot. I mean, you're no. gone. So, yeah. so, all right. So, anyways, all that, uh, you're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY, your weekly area high school football radio show for Central and Southwest Virginia. Man, it's state championship Saturday. I'm so excited to see these games today. Oh, yeah. I mean, there, yes. and you know, it's a little bit different too this year because with COVID, the way it is, the you know, so one of the teams hosts. Right. So it's not like the Double A championships are in Lynchburg and the Triple A are somewhere else and the Single A are in Salem. The you know the the um, the A and the B regions actually host football this year. Okay. So if you're you know your A and B teams are the ones that host, so that's why our teams are traveling. Yeah, they're on the road. Yeah, they're that, on the road, yeah. and they've got to overcome that. I mean, you know, and, and they can, but uh, you know, it's a little bit difficult. They got a little farther to go. Um, but uh, this is going to be our this is our last show. Yes. Of the spring, um, you know, we've had a great time with uh, with our listeners, with yeah. our advertisers. We hope to be back in the fall with uh, with crunch and hopefully some normality. Um, but uh, so you know. This has been a special spring, but uh, we're really thankful that we've been able to be on the air with you guys. And um, all right, so um, so anyways, let, let me just go through. Uh, well, first of all, I've been talking to these guys directly yeah, north. Exactly. From me is uh, Coach Randy Lefwich. Uh, he's running the board. He's the he's the magic man, right, Jimmy? You know what he is. 
And uh, to and my the right, straw that stirs the drink. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely. Um, so, and then uh, right sandwiched in between us is Mr. B. Uncommon, uh, the gatekeeper of CrunchNBP.com for great high school sports photos in Roanoke, Lynchburg, and the New River Valley. Uh, you got to check out CrunchNBP.com. Yes. I mean, it gets better. It's your and go-to better place. And better. Yeah. Uh, and there's so much out there. And not just football. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, there, you know. Well, you got into cheerleading a little bit this this spring. Competition you? cheer, yeah. And that. wrestling. I mean, it, if it's a sport and there's people there, I try to be there with a the camera. So You know, we, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, and I don't know if we really gave uh, a shout-out to the young ladies over at Cave Spring, but they came in second this yeah. year. Yeah. And I want to give a big shout-out to them because that, that was something really special for them to, to, you know, have the opportunity to participate in this year and, a little short, but hey. And, and and I'll say one thing about the the competition cheer. Cave Spring came in second. Yeah, yes. they were runner up, but right. they lost to Independence, right? Which is being moved to five A next year. So I just hated that it couldn't have been. You know, I wish for Cave Spring they could have been moved maybe a year before, a year before. so that they could have so. carried the. Well, what's the wild about that too? We talked about it. Three A to five A. Yeah. yeah, that's a big jump. That's a big jump. It really is. Would you move another school on top of? You know, did you combine sure. two schools? Yeah. It, it could be. You know, and we might have to look was at in that. the football playoffs too. They just got right. beat. They did. Um, by, La- so, by Lafayette, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, but congratulations to those girls. That was yeah. a exactly. great season for them, and I'm yep. I'm glad they got that opportunity. That's a great call out. That's a great call out. All right, so week 10, fourth week of the postseason, state finals, uh, 2021 VHSL spring football. All right, gents, uh, you know, I always like to talk about, you know, what happened. Since this is a pre-show, and we didn't really get to talk about last week's results. Right. Before we talk about the state championship g- games okay. today, I want to talk a little bit about, especially the three games that affected crunch teams. Yes. Uh, William Fleming Stonebridge, Tuscarora Salem. And LCA, Lord Botata, wow, what th- there were some good games there. Um, uh, but before we jump into the state championship games today, I want to go back and revisit those. Um, so let's kind of do our normal uh, Saturday morning campfire circle here. Um, I want to hear your thoughts about either a game or two or just what really stuck out to you. And we all, always like to start with Coach on this. Coach kind of leads the way. So. Coach, what do you got for us? Well, you know, this was an interesting week for us. And we watched William Fleming. It's been an interesting year for them. We watched the Colonels, uh, you know, go through a season of just a little bit of everything thrown into the mix. Yeah. And if you would have told me that they would be in the position that they were on Saturday playing, you know, for this, I'd have sat there and said, I kind of doubt that. I just, you know, and that's that's nothing against the program. That's not a slight on the program. Right. It's just you kind of felt like that's where they were. You just didn't know what they have. And with Jamar Lovelace and what he's done over there, and, again, there, you know, I don't have enough time to go over how I feel uh-huh. about this man and how I feel about Coach and just the love that he has for these kids. But this was a game of two halves. Yes. And the first half, you, you really saw Fleming. They competed extremely well. And then Stonebridge, they just took over. and They wore them out. They wore them out. And it, it really was. It was a game of two halves. And we watched that in, in most of these games that yeah. you sit there. And, you know, same way with Lord Botetide LCA. Lord Botetide dominated in that first half. That second half, LCA dominated. Right. Yep. And you're sitting there and you're going, okay, this is, you know. And then you look at Salem and Salem and Tuscarora just kind of, you know, they worked off each other. And then, you know, heroics at the end of these ball games win games. And it, it was a really good week uh, of football. Yeah. And, you know, my crystal ball, like Jimmy said, the crystal ball was working. <laughs> it only worked 50% of the way last week, Jimmy. But uh, That's but still not bad, It's coach. not bad, buddy. Yeah, you know, not bad. But, no, we got Salem there. We got <laughs> Lord Botetat there. Uh, Fleming, trust me, this is a building block. You, you are laying the foundation right now for these, you know, these next group of kids coming in. And they're young. William Fleming is young. You're going to see a lot of these kids back next year, and well, in the fall. Right. And it, trust me, William Fleming, this is not the last you've heard of the Colonels. I think the Colonels are going to be back in a position to win, you know, playoff games. Yeah, it was really interesting. There it is. Yeah, it was really interesting when Jamar was talking about last week. We had Jamar uh, interviewed him before the right. Stonebridge game, and he was talking about taking the toughness of the kids. Yes. From you know, their world onto the football field. So with some discipline. Sure. And when a 
when a coach talks like that and he's got that to work with, big things are going to happen. And right. I will say, interesting thing about that game too is Stonebridge is, was number one in the state. Correct. You know, yeah. in in five in class five, so they were playing the number one team, and it was fourteen to thirteen in the third quarter. It was. No. Now it ended up forty six to thirteen. Exactly. No, and this this was a team, and and like you said, Fleming they hung with them up until that third quarter. And then the number one team just got you. Yeah. Stonebridge just came out and started doing what Stonebridge does, and they just ended up getting them. Yeah. And But, again, it's no slight against William Fleming. You ought to be extremely proud of what you've done this year. Uh, and, again, it's one of those things, and I'll tell Coach Lovelace the same thing. If you'd have told me at the beginning of the year you would be playing Stonebridge at this point, I'd have sat there and said, Coach, I don't know about that. Right. But I, I'm so proud of them. Uh, as a colonel, I'm proud of them. And, you know, go Colonels. We'll see you next year. That's nice. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, uh, Mr. MVP, French MVP, what uh, what uh, struck you? I know you were at a at a big game. Yeah, the, the, the thing that struck me the most was it was sad one team had to lose. Absolutely. Because yeah. um, uh, as Coach mentioned when he talked about the tale of two halves, it was that's the way it was for the – the Lord Botetut Liberty Christian Academy. Um, and, and I think, you know, um, it, it just sort of threw them a little bit. They, there was a different quarterback. There was a whole different setup than maybe what LCA had maybe seen all season. And it was right. different from what I'd seen all season, you know. So, and, and I know Jamie spoke of that in the interview. So that was, that was interesting. But um, it, one thing that sticks out to me that, that I saw in the game that really made me stop and think was, Hunter Rice was in on defense, and 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 they were really stopping, you know, Lord Botetot. I mean, LCA was stopping them. So one of the things that I saw probably around maybe the second quarter is Hunter Rice finally came in on offense. Right. And it was and it was at that point. So they threw a pass to him. He caught it, ran a little bit, but it wasn't until they actually handed him the ball in the backfield and he did something during the game, which really sent a signal to me that things were okay. Uh, after his first run, he stood up. Now, whether he looked at Coach Harless or he looked at his dad or whoever he looked at, right. he looked over and gave a thumbs up saying, I'm good to go. Yeah. And he was cruising from there. So, got big part first, of it. Got that first hit in. and Well, yeah. you know, you got to have that step, too. Yeah. And that's the thing. And and we know here, you know, lately he's been having some injuries and some issues there. And, you know, once he got that first step and able to push off, and I'm sure that's when you stand up and go, hey, not as bad as I thought it was, guys. I'm good to go. So well, let's got, do this. You got to remember, he he carries the ball and he run. He's he a does. rugged runner. Oh, yeah, he yeah. Doesn't run away from people. He can. Nope. But he doesn't shy away from contact. So you know, he his knee was a little bit sore for those that that don't know, and uh, you know they were protecting it a little bit. But you, you bring up a great point, Jimmy. Uh, Coach Harless switched his quarterback mm. for this yes. game. Now Perry played also. Right. KJ Bratton was the guy yeah. who started and ended up with two long touchdown runs. You know, I I know KJ's dad, and I've I've known him for years, and it's so amazing to see just the fun they're having right now. Yeah, and you're watching the growth of this young man, and uh, when that young man broke off that 74 yard run the other day, that really that to be honest with you, that helped Bonneton win that ball game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There there was no doubt about it because once you got into those third and fourth quarters. Botetide didn't score anymore. Yeah. yeah, and coach, if they want to see that run, go yeah. to crunchmvp uh, crunchmvp.com. You can see it from the time he breaks around the the right side and to where he's streaking all the way down the court, the field. So, yeah, pretty but no, cool. he comes from a good family, good kid, uh, and like I said, this, this young man, watch out for him yeah. because he he's extremely good at this position, and I think if he stays at Lord Botetide, you'll you'll watch this young man get a lot of college offers. I'm going to say a little, little bit more about this game right now, and then Coach is going to play yep. a clip from Coach Harless after the game where Jimmy did a nice job with a real quick interview. But, um, uh, again, you know, a couple of other people I wanted to call out, Jakari uh, Nicely, the freshman defensive back, yeah. uh, had an interception. They, they picked off LCA three times. Right. And, you know, when you can do that in, a, uh, in that level of game, mm-hmm. you're going to flip momentum. Uh, that quick change – offense to defense is it's tough to deal with no matter how good your team is and so he did a nice job there the bigs i mean they, they always do a do a fine job at Botetel. we don't call them out enough they're 
they're big, but I mean they're they're doing the heavy lifting. They're in sure. there banging and opening up holes. And uh, um, you know it was a, it was a great game. I just it, you you hit on it. I mean a tale of two halves. I mean right. Um, you know for Botetourt just to recap. You know they got a long field goal. Yep. Uh, to start the scoring, and then scored 14 points, what, Jimmy, in the last minute? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was the flash, right. So, yeah. you know, they got 14 points really quick, went up 17 to nothing, came back in the third quarter, added to that, went up 24 to nothing, and then right. had to hang on for dear life, That's it. won 24-22. Well, and, you know, with this game, too, you got to see something that we're not used to. You got to see Lord Botetide kind of go back on their heels a little bit because LCA just started, you know, and I hate to say put it to them. They started putting it to them. Right. Yeah. And there was no other way of getting around it. And, you know, you started seeing, look, Lord Botetide's so used to that running clock in that second half because they're, they're up on you so fast. And, the, you know, it's 35 nothing before you know it. Second half comes around. They've still got you 35 nothing. It's a running clock. Right. They put a couple more scores on the board. Next thing you know, it's 56 nothing, And, you know, you leave the game and you're like, wow, what did I just see? Right. And But, no, LCA, I give it to Coach Rocco. He had these guys, you know. They were ready. They were ready. But let me tell you, I don't know what he said at halftime, but, boy, they bought into it. And it, oh, yeah. it changed the whole complexion of that game. Let's hear Coach Hardis describe the, the game. Tell us a little bit about LCA, what you went up against today. Um, a grizzly bear. Yeah. <laughs> a, grizzly, a grizzly bear with three-inch claws. Yeah. Um, great football team, a lot of great players. I, you know, I said it earlier, the uh, the roster that they have coming back, boy, they're going to be they're going to be something to deal with for people. I mean, I they've know. got a lot of football players coming back. That's a grizzly bear for somebody to deal with next year. Yep. Uh, but, you know, great football game. Uh, their coaches can't say enough good about what they're able to do with their kids. I mean, just a tremendous game. It, it was. And, it, you know, from somebody watching it, it was everything. It was great. Oh, yeah. It was, it was great. This is what championship football yep. looks like. I agree. So, a quick question. Uh, faults about Hunter Rice coming in and, and going back on offense. Oh, just huge. I mean, how do you yeah. how do you how do you how do you stop a kid when when he's in there, you better have thirteen guys on defense if you know and when I say that he's gonna make a couple of them miss. Yep. So your other guys better be on the horse running over the top. But man, just a tremendous game. Well, I tell you, that sums it up. You could hear you could hear a little emotion in him. I mean he was still oh, yeah. fired up from the game. Yeah. Uh, the second, the, or the third game, rather, that I want to talk about, this game I was at Tuscarora-Salem was a great game. Salem went up 21-7 to at half, and then they kind of had to hang on. Yeah. Um, it really came down to the end. Uh, Salem was just trying to move the sticks, hang on to the ball, and they threw a, a tipped interception. And uh, Tuscarora got it in Salem territory, scored, uh, made it a 21-14 game, and it looked like maybe the game was over. We were right at the end of the game. Salem had the ball at midfield. It was fourth down, and they were going to take a knee and run the clock out. Right. So the quarterback takes a knee, and then all of a sudden a skirmish breaks out. Oh. Flags are thrown. They blow the whistle, stop the clock. They call a personal foul on Salem. Okay. March off 15 yards. Well, now Salem has to punt. It's fourth down. The clock's not going to run out. Yeah. They go to punt it. Tuscarora blocks it. Oh. It rolls around. They 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 pick it up. They fall on it about the 23, I think. They have, they have time for a play. They throw it in the end zone. The guy was open for a second. And Sean Collins, the playmaker for Salem, comes out of nowhere and intercepts it. I mean, it was like right. from, hey, this is, this is done, Salem's going, to, hey, this could be tied. Yeah. This isn't over yet, boys. This isn't over yet. Right. So, and we've got some comments uh, from um, uh, Coach Holter after the game. All right. So your mules. What about them? They grew up today, Carl. Grew up, man. They, That's they, what they did. They grew up today. I'm telling you what, man. That, that was a big line that they were playing. Some tough kids out there. Did you, you didn't have to motivate them in any special way. No, you? you don't got to motivate These kids are self-driven. Coaches, coaches are, are facilitators uh, of knowledge, and you point them in the direction that they need to go and, de- and have high expectations and demand perfection from them. Um, you'll be surprised what you get. Yeah. Sean Collins, I mean, he was all over the place. Your defensive backfield played great. They, they did. They, they did. threw the ball. You know, it, it was amazing. two scores to those cats right there. It's a good football team. Absolutely. And they can throw it. Football team. Yeah. And your linebackers, you know, you blitzed some today, really put pressure on their quarterback. Yeah. Our, that- defense, uh, our defense did a great job. Proud of our defensive assistance. 
Um, can't say enough about them. They, they, they did a damn good job. Cam Lapwich, I mean, you, you know, nobody nobody talks about the fullback. What a hammer. I mean, he just pounds and pounds. That's and a pounds. special breed of human being, fullbacks. And he, you know, we don't just invite everybody to do that job. Absolutely. It takes a special breed of person to do that. Last thing, your defensive line. You talked about them before we... Yeah, yeah, I told that. You know, everybody's talking about Tuscarora's D-line. How about Salem's D-line? They're pretty damn good. Wow, you can really hear the excitement in his voice, too. Let me tell you, they are pretty good. There's no way of getting around it. They are pretty good. Yeah, and, you know, I love to hear uh, us talk about the lines a little bit because they don't get much uh, much love during the season, but uh, they're really the difference when we get to these big games. You know, it's always – and I look, growing up in the Valley, Salem was always one of those teams that was a nightmare to play. You didn't right. you didn't want to play Salem. You didn't want to play you know Willis White. You didn't want to see a Magan Bauer. It was it, you just knew what you were getting with Salem. It's strange though listening to Coach Holter because here lately, it's like every team that Salem plays, you feel like somebody's sitting there going, "Well, this team's this team's really good. Going to play Salem." This team's really good that's going to play right. them. And Holter, is, all year long, has sat there and said, well, you know, we're really good. <laughs> we're pretty good. We're pretty good. Why aren't you giving us the respect that? And it's you've kind of seen that all year. And I don't know why Salem doesn't get the respect. And it's always been, and, you know, with the grade eight debate here at the end of the show that we always do, yeah. you always kind of feel like, it's, it's Salem and Botetot, Salem, Botetot, Salem, Botetot. We don't know, you know, where where you're going to land. But for some reason, it, it you know, it sounds like Holter takes that personal to the point yeah. of sitting there going, boy, everybody's talking about Botetot. Let me tell you something. We're in the same position you are right now. We're playing for a state title this week. That's right. Well, you know, it's kind of that, it's weird to think about Salem with a chip on their shoulder, but that's what you're talking about. E- exactly. You know, because we, we looked at the game with Pulaski. Right, and you're sitting there going, "Oh, Mark Dixon's coming in," and Holter's sitting there going, "We'll bring him. We're good. <laughs> we can we can handle our business." And but for some reason this year, and it's just been, and I I, I don't know what it is, you know, because like I said, growing up here in the valley, you always you you always had Salem as that dominant team, but here lately, it's just kind of like, oh, we're waiting on Salem to lose." And they don't lose. Right. They just keep winning. Them mules keep pulling and they taking that wagon down the whole prairie, and they just keep <laughs> winning. But, no, I like Holter this week. I really do. Yeah. I think Don Holter's got a little something coming in. How about and, that? Uh, crystal ball I, Crystal here. ball. Yep. But, no, like, like, hey, any team that's got a kid named Leftwich on it, uh, you bet. Oh, man. You bet your money on that here team. Go. That's, yep. a good, that's a good team right here there. There you go. All right, we got to get moving here. Uh, what's going on at Canales, Coach? You know, come on over. Got the deck open. I'm talking we've had some mm. great weather this week. So, uh, you know, sun shining. Come on out. You know, see us over there. Uh, George, Laura, all of us are over there. Come by and see us. Say, hey, get you a hamburger. Get you some pulled pork. You know, everything's good. We're right there, 1731 Grandin Road, right next to the post office there. Uh, big yellow mansion. You'll see the red umbrellas up on the porch. Come by, have a beverage, enjoy yourself. And, you know, if you're, if you're not in that area, well, there's always another restaurant in Benton you can go to. Oh, I love mm-hmm. the Dogwood. Mm-hmm. What it. a setup. What a setup. Love the Dogwood. And I tell you, you better go eat at the Dogwood here pretty soon because they're expanding. Yes. And you want to say, hey, I ate here when it was just this one side because it's getting bigger. I remember when. I remember when. That's I was it. just a young pup. Yep. But uh, Keith and Jamie and everybody over there do a great job. Uh, I'm still thinking about that customer who told me the Western omelet was the thing. It was the thing to get. And, you know, Jimmy's got his own whole menu. That oh, yeah. There. But Wednesday when I was there, uh, very crowded at lunch. But there was something that was going on Wednesday that I hadn't seen before. There were two tables outside on the sidewalk. Nice. Like so there said. was a couple of people sitting outside. Beautiful day on Wednesday. And they were, you know, having their lunch. So, uh, pretty cool over at the Dogwood. Like Paris. It's like, uh, do they hold a table for you when you? <laughs> they do not. No. <laughs> All right. no, they just have his food ready. They just have his food ready <laughs> when he do. gets there. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right, we got a great show today. Our Haley has it for last. Haley Toyota Crunch Time, Legends of the Game. It's going to be the second part of George Killer Miller. He's going to be talking about college. He talked about high school last, last week. Um, we're going to be talking more about these state championship games today. Can't wait to... Uh, to see those. We got our Jimmy thing. We got our five things you need to know about high school football this week. Grade eight poll. And then Jimmy, give us a rundown of the state championship games. 
All right, Carl. So here we go with uh, Class 1, uh, the games today. It's the state finals at Riverheads High School. Number one, Riverheads versus number one, Galax. Both have 9-0 and records, and that's kicking off at 1 p.m. Class 2 state finals at Stewart Straft High School. Uh, number one, Stewart Straft versus Appomattox. 8-1, um, and one, Stewart Straft versus 9-0 and Appomattox, and that game's at 2.30. The Class 3 state finals will be at Williamsburg at Warner Stadium. Uh, number one, Lafayette, which is 8-0 versus number one, Lord Botetourt, that's 9-0. And that's a 2 o'clock start. Uh, the Class 4 state finals at Lake Taylor High School, it'll have number one Lake Taylor, that's 7-0, and versus number one Salem, that's 9-0, and and that's a 3 o'clock kickoff. And then Class 5 state finals will be at Varina, Varana, Varina, thank yeah. you, gentlemen, Varina High School, uh, number one Highland Springs, who's 8-0, versus number one Stonebridge, that's 8-0, and that's a 2 o'clock start. And then lastly, the Class 6 state finals will be at Oscar Smith High School, where it has number one Oscar Smith, which is 8-0 versus South County. That's 9-0, and that's a 2 o'clock start. Outstanding. Great games. And uh, All right, so you're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY, and we'll be right back. Come to Virginia Furniture Market for a great in-stock selection of furniture with quick deliveries to Southwest and Central Virginia and up to 36 months no interest financing. Online at vafurnituremarket.com. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Hi, I'm Stuart Barnes, a private wealth advisor with Amerius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. And I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive Southwest, Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. Hey, Rondé, football players know a lot about building. To be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. Do, 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 if you like a haircut from a barber that actually listens and gives you the great haircut you deserve and at a great price, I'm Deanna Brunel. And I'm Deanna Phillips. And together we are Mama D's Barbershop. We're located right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Just look for the 18-foot barber pole. Make an appointment on Facebook or stop in for the same-day appointment. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until 6, and Saturday until 3. Mention Crunch or this ad, and you'll get a free deluxe shampoo. See you soon at Mama D's Barbershop, off Brambleton. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. Come to Virginia Furniture Market for a great in-stock selection of furniture with quick deliveries to Southwest and Central Virginia and up to 36 months no interest financing. Online at vafurnituremarket.com. All right, welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. It's Carl York, uh, Captain Crunch. Um, hey, I just want to thank, I want to call out uh, especially Chuck Baker at Haley Toyota. Uh, wow, what a great friend to uh, Crunch and to high school sports he is, and uh, just just a fantastic guy. Uh, you hear him on uh, on Greg Roberts Live with Coach and Greg and everybody uh, every week, and and you talk about somebody who really loves local, loves high school sports. Yes, um, I don't know how you buy a car from anybody else. I know. Well, I, how do you do it? You don't. Why would you? Why would you? Yeah. So, um, but really, really thankful for him and all he does for us as well, and. And also, Virginia Furniture Market this year has been yep. with us. Fantastic uh, folks over there. you got to get in there and check out what they have to sell. The Dogwood, we talked about a little bit earlier, one of my favorite places to eat 
Pittman Construction, Walt Derry and his crew, if you've got a project, you got to start with Walt. Yes. I mean, they do it right, uh, and it, it's, you know, it, it's just good stuff. The Marius Group, uh, Stuart Barnes and Jay Harlow and the whole group over there do a fantastic job uh, managing wealth and, and really taking care of you. Custard stand chili. Good stuff. Oh, good man. Good stuff. Makes me hungry every time I every time I say it. And then Mama D's uh, Barbershop, uh, the Deanna's. Uh, fantastic uh, girls over there. They they really are great people and do a nice job uh, cutting hair. All right, so let's talk about um, let's talk about our games. I mean, okay. I really want to focus on the two games where we have crunch teams. Yes. mainly. Okay. Um, so uh, first of all, uh, let's start with Salem at Lake Taylor, and we have a couple um, we have a couple interviews with coaches that I want to play. And I think what we'll do is we'll play those first, Coach. Okay. You'll listen to the coach talk a little bit about, um, you know, their their game that they just played and then the game coming up, and then we'll, we'll talk after that. So let's go with uh, Don Holter, coach, uh, coach at Salem. I am here today with uh, Coach Holter from Salem High School. All right, Coach, um, you know, I think, I, I think you're probably in this thinking as well. You know, when you beat somebody, you, a lot of times you learn something from them. You either learn – something they do that you can adopt or you learn something about yourself or whatever. So in that big game, a close game like that, was there anything you picked up from Tuscarora this time around or anything that, um, that maybe, you know, you saw on your team that, that was impactful or would be impactful moving forward? Well, you always learn from every single game. And I told our kids, we have not played our best game yet. I mean, we beat, we beat um, a darn good Tuscarora football team. And Coach Will Barger does a great job with those kids up there. They, they're well coached. Um, they execute. They play hard. Um, but I saw us get a lot, a lot more physical on, on Saturday. Coverages, we got a little confused sometimes, and we'll, we'll grow from that. Um, but I saw, you know, the things I – it's not necessarily what I learned, but what our kids saw in themselves is a, is a lot of resolve. You don't – no panic in them. You know, things um, there towards the end got a little hairy, and when they do, you reset it, you refocus, and just decide no one's going to take this game away from me. We're going to win this football game. You find a way to win. And when you get to the playoffs like this, the region finals, state semifinals, and the state finals, everybody's good. The kids, all of a sudden they start to understand that, and they have to be at their best mentally, physically, every aspect of the game. So um, they haven't played their best game yet. That's great. They haven't. So um, uh, it's really interesting. So in a way, not, not that you want a close game and not that you want a harried ending, but in a way it's, it's kind of a good experience for them to know that, hey, if things don't quite go our way at the end of the game, we can buckle back up and, and get this thing back under control. I, I would think that that's, that's a good thing, a good experience. Well, sure. Football emulates life. Things don't always go as mothers and fathers plan them to be, but the game continues, and you got to figure out a way to handle it. You know, event plus response equals the outcome, and your response to events, good or you know, events that are good or bad, you know, will will determine the outcome of that. So you handle your business, right? You know, and we talk about focus, discipline which allows you to execute in all three phases of the game, and then you do those things with great physicality. And when you lose your focus, right, or you lose your discipline, you know, and it's what we talk about, emotion and talk never win football games. But when someone gets you out of your focus and then out of your discipline, then thing, good things do not happen. So we learn from that, Um um, that circumstance at the end of the game. But not just one person learned from that. All of the, those kids on that roster learned from that, and hopefully that's something they'll, they'll carry with them their entire lives. So let's talk about, uh, let's talk about Lake Taylor a little bit. What, I, what little I know about them, I know you've watched film, uh, and, and year in and year out, they always seem like they're kind of, if I could you know, equate it to basketball, they always seem like a fast-break kind of offense and maybe a full-court pressure kind of defense I know the last time I saw them, you know, they're not always in the traditional three-point stance or four-point stance, you know, in defense. They're, sometimes they're all standing up and they're jumping in and jumping out. Um, so, you know, what, how do you approach a team like that? It just, 
it just seems like they're, they're so different than the most other teams. Well, they, they're going to line up, and football hasn't changed. If you're going to be good, you need, you need to control the line of scrimmage. And you need to fit gaps and do that correctly. And how someone lines up to that, you know, every coach has their own style. They got to be them. You know what I mean? And that's what we're going to do. We're going to be us. We're going to line up and we're going to count them out and get our calls and we're going to come right at you. That's who we are. And um, we're going to put hat on a hat and body on a body, keep our pads down offensively and get yards. And they'll, they'll make some plays. You know, I have a lot of respect for Coach Sawyer. He does a great job with his program, um, you know, consistently. You know, that's the thing. But you know what? We're pretty consistent around here at Salem, too. And and we, we've, you know, Lake Taylor, Lake Taylor. Well, you know what? How about Salem? We, we do what we do and have been consistently good um, year in and year out. So it's going to be a great matchup um, for both teams. How about Salem? I'm telling you yeah. what. That hat on hat, body on body, you know, uh, this team just emulates uh, Coach Holter, his style and his personality. And uh, I will tell you, though, you know, it's interesting. Uh, Sean Collins, uh, the defensive back for Salem, had two interceptions against Tuscarora, almost had a third. He almost made an an unbelievable catch on a third interception. And, uh, you know, so they got three turnovers. They had three sacks. They turned Tuscarora over five times on fourth down. Yeah. So their defense is really peaking at the right time, and they're going to need it against Lake Taylor. Right. Um, and Lake Taylor had a great defensive effort uh, in their game as well against uh, King George. I mean, that game was pretty close. It was, you know, it was a, within a touchdown towards the end. Sure. So, um, you know, defense is going to play. I mean, we always talk about the offense. Uh Xavion Wood has got to have a big day, and, um, you know, quarterbacks uh, has got to have a big day. Um, Cam Leftwich has got to have a big always. day. Always, yeah, always. Yeah, and one of the things that Coach Holter said that really resonated with me that jumped out was he said, we've not played our best game yet, so let's hope that right. best game's played today. Well, here's the thing, is that Salem has done it all year, all year long. Salem needs to play Salem's game. Yeah. And that's what Coach Holter was just saying there. Don't worry about Lake Taylor's game. You keep playing the game that you play because you are extremely good at the game that you play. Look, I've coached for a lot of years, and one of the things that I really like, and and I've had kids tell me, go, why do you like this, Coach? Mm -hmm. I like it when a team reaches up out of the blue and gets me every now and then. Because it makes my team look at themselves to go, what did we do wrong there? What did we? Right. And it's good for a Tuscarora to get Salem in a position last week to where you're sitting there going, you've seen it, boys. You've seen what could happen to you. You know what could happen. You thought you had it. Something happened. You could have easily lost that ball game, but you didn't. You overcame that situation. Now, this right now, I'm telling you, Holter is ready. He has got these kids ready to go. I I look for good things this week from Salem. I, I just I, I feel today is a good day, and I feel <laughs> the coach day to be a Spartan. Exactly, and you put them mules in front of you, and you do the what's the little, <laughs> and you go you go on let them mules do what they got to do. You know. Wow, wow, coach is bringing. He's even talking mule. Over that's there. it. That's yeah. it. A little mule language. A little mule yeah. language on you. Well, I, you know, I, I, I love the excitement in this booth, and I know it's going to carry over uh, down there at uh, Lake Taylor. Uh, it's going to be a great game, and, and they just, in my opinion, they can't let Lake Taylor get away from them too, no. too early yep. on score. If they hold them tight, then they've got a great great chance. And, um, you know, there's that, those lines for uh, Salem, defense and offense, I mean, you know, on defense, Stacey Williams, uh, Kashawn uh, Waller, and Cameron Martindale have played fantastic for Salem. Yeah. And uh, when they're playing good up there and beating blocks and tying up uh, linemen, those linebackers, Noah Collins and Xavion uh, Wood and those guys can really pursue. Uh, so uh, let's. I'm looking forward to a great game today. Yeah, no, this, this is going to be one of those games that I think you'll talk about for years to come. It's just one of those. It's just going to be a solid game today. I think people are going to be talking about the mule talk for years Let to come. Let me tell you. That's it. <laughs> that was Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, come on now. Yeah, just, you know. Oh, oh gee, oh, gee. Oh, come on. All right, let's get off the the farming here. Okay. That's it. All right, let's move to our second game. Um, 
Lord Vodatot uh, at Lafayette. Wow, this one really stacks up. Uh, we were talking about it before the show a little bit. I mean, you want to look in the mirror. These guys yes. are looking in the mirror at each other. Uh, they're very similar. But um, So we've, we've got a, a, a interview with uh, Coach Harless, and let's play that, and then we'll come back and talk a little bit about this game. All right, I'm here today with uh, Coach Jamie Harless of Lord Botetot. Just had a big win over LCA, tough game. Um, so I always like I, I like to ask this question. Um, you know, when you play a tough game like that, a lot of times you learn things from a game like that. You either learn things that the other team's doing that you can adopt, or you learn things about your team. What what came out of that game? I know uh, you guys jumped out to a big lead, and then they came back, and then you guys uh, held on for the win. So what 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 came out of that game in, in your opinion? Um, I, just, I think that game revealed. Uh, Revealed the character of a lot of our players. You know, I think we, you know, obviously state semifinal is a is a high level game as it should be, and I always make this statement that big time players make big time plays and big time games, and uh, that's what happened. Yeah. All right, so let's let's jump right into Lafayette. So they run the wing tee. So what? How do you defend that? They're they're. They're asimilar to Christiansburg. So they're, they don't run a lot of the read concepts. You know, Christiansburg has a lot of power read, outside zone, a lot of power. Lafayette is a traditional old school wing tee, you know, 1960s, 1970s version of the wing tee. Christiansburg is a more, you know, new gun wing tee type stuff. And it, it's similar. The, the Lafayette stuff is more downhill. It hits faster. Christiansburg's trying to stretch and create, you know, gaps by moving you laterally. Lafayette's not interested in moving moving you laterally. They're they're interested in trying to get straight ahead as fast as possible. And then when you start compressing and giving up a soft corner, they'll come and try to run a jet sweep on you. So do the, is there a lot of crossing in this, or is there? No, there's not a lot of ball handling going on in their offense. I mean, it's got some deception in it, but it's not. It's nothing like what you would think it would be. Huh. And they've run it forever, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, is Coach Andy Lynn down yeah, there? Andy Lynn and uh, Paul Wheeler was the head coach prior to that. And, I mean, when you look at that stuff on film, it's Paul Wheeler wing tee. I mean, it's uh, Coach Lynn for sure. You know, a lot of respect for him. I've spoken to him on Zoom calls and uh, emailed with him a little bit. A lot of people speak very highly of him. And But you can see, you know, Coach Wheeler's influence on that. Now, on defense, they're big. They've got, I know they've got a linebacker, uh, Mike Green, who's going to UVA. He's already committed. I assume that they stack the box. They, they're going to try to probably see if they can they stop your uh, run. Their base defense is a, is a 3-4 from what we can tell. When they play too tight, you know, more of a downhill run style offense, they typically put six guys up on the line of scrimmage. Well, you know, in my opinion, we're either going to get that, we'll get a 3-3 stack defense, or we could get their base defense. But there's really only two defenses. you got odd and even. Of course, we got Bear. Bear is a different animal, which is what LCA runs. And, but the Bear is a Bear. Yeah. You know, it's tough. Um, you got to be extremely creative to run the ball on the bear front, especially when they have evenly matched personnel. Is the bear front a five? Yeah, it could turn into a lot of things. Okay. You know, it just depends. The bear, the bear is designed to uh, eliminate all of your possibilities of being able to get double teams. So based on what you put on the line of scrimmage, if you add a guy, they add a guy. If you add a back, they add a guy on the line of scrimmage. I mean, it's, hmm. it's, 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 it's very much a – well thought out systematic defense. Uh, is it a equalizer if you don't have the size? Um, it, if your guys match up in one on ones, it's a great defense. If you have the guys to win the one on one battles, you're going. To, it's a great defense to run. Now, if you're playing against people that can match a hat for a hat and they can beat you, yeah, not necessarily a great defense. To talk run. about uh, defense, the other teams, their offense and their defense. And this wing T, it's an old fashioned. Yes. Uh, offense certainly it's not like the single wing you know um, back in the old days they ran that single wing where you didn't really have a quarterback and they direct snap uh, this is more 
a little bit more traditional than that. You know, you got your double tights, you've got a wing, and then they want to go right at you. They want to go straight ahead. You're not going right. to get a lot of crossing, not, no cross buck. You're not going to get a lot of that stuff. But the one thing about the the wing tee that that's really effective a lot of times is they it's run, 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 and then they throw. Yes. And when they throw, a lot of times it's wide open. If you can pull those safeties up to make tackles, then they start staring back there and going. If you're to that first step is in, they're going to run somebody behind you. So you got to really watch yourself. And you got to think too. He talked about the bear defense here. Don't be surprised if they don't see that today. Yeah. Because they had a little <laughs> problem with it last week. Don't be surprised if it's not thrown into the mix here somewhere along the line today. Yeah, it's really interesting. You know, uh, these teams watch the tape. They can get those tapes now exactly. pretty quick. Yes. And they see what, what you struggle with. Right. And they try to – that's hard to implement something in a week. It is. But that's what I'm saying. You're not going to see it the entire game. But right. I, I think that you'll see some plays today where it's implemented, you know, in and out, in and out. And it, it may be one of those things. And, and just a quick average to throw out there um, – Lafayette is averaging 35.8 points a game okay. compared to Lord Botetourt's 43. So okay. it ought to be high scoring. And yeah. Not, and not, you know, that's that's a lot of points. No, you know, talking with a lot of people this week, uh, that's what you've heard. These two teams match up extremely well. They have the same style of a game, and it, it's going to be a good one today. And I, I think Jamie brings it home, though. I think he gets it. Well, watch uh, Lafayette, that number five, the fullback and the defensive yeah. lineman, uh, Miguel Real, is something else. And Coach Harless, when I talked to him, talked about that kid. He's very physical. Uh, you know, he's about six foot 200. So he's similar to Hunter Rice, you yep. know, very physical, runs right at you. He's not going to run around you. Uh, that linebacker, uh, Green, that's uh, yeah. committed to UVA. Wahoo Wahoo. Yeah, he, you better uh, know where he is because he's yes. going to make plays. And, so this is going to be a great game today as well. We, we, I think we've got two fantastic games that could go either way. I'm just hoping the uh, the home teams can can bring it home. Right, exactly. Yeah. All right, so we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back we'll have uh, Coach Killer Miller. So this is uh, Crunch Time on WPLY. Come to Virginia Furniture Market for a great in-stock selection of furniture with quick deliveries to Southwest and Central Virginia and up to 36 months no interest financing. Online at vafurnituremarket.com. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Hi, I'm Stuart Barnes, a private wealth advisor with Amerius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. And I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive Southwest, Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. Hey, Rondé, football players know a lot about building. To be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. Do you like a haircut from a barber that actually listens and gives you the great haircut you deserve and at a great price? I'm Deanna Brunel. And I'm Deanna Phillips. And together we are Mama D's Barbershop. We're located right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Just look for the 18-foot barber pole. Make an appointment on Facebook or stop in for the same day appointment. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until 6, and Saturday until 3. Mention Crunch or this ad, and you'll get a free deluxe shampoo. See you soon at Mama D's Barbershop, off Brambleton. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. 
Come to Virginia Furniture Market for a great in-stock selection of furniture with quick deliveries to Southwest and Central Virginia and up to 36 months no interest financing. Online at vafurnituremarket.com. Welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. One of my favorite parts of the show. Haley Toyota, Legendary Coaches and Players segment. Today, we pay homage to the great legendary coach, George Killer Miller. This is the second part. Last week, we talked with him about high school days. This is college, so let's listen to the coach. Hey, let me ask you about college. So you talked about it a little bit. So when you play, you wrestled, and you ran track, and you played football. I didn't run track in, in college. Or in high school, though. Oh, in high school. And I then see. you went to college. And you went on a football scholarship? Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, they recruited you. What, what did you play in high school? What position? Played offensive guard and offensive tackle. So did you, they recruit you to play that in college? They recruited me to play defensive line. This is what happened. The school came up here and went to Addison. Didn't even come to my school. Went to Addison where Coach Stewart was. And this is why Coach Stewart has always been one of my mentors. Mm. So, they wanted this guy that was tough, 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 super tough. But he wanted to go into the military. So, Coach Stewart, it was last year that they signed four-year contract. And then after that, they signed yearly contracts mm-hmm. according to what your value and worth were. So, it was last year they signed four-year contract. And this guy decided that he didn't want to go to school. So, Coach Stewart came down to the swimming pool and asked me, what school was I going? Because I was a lifeguard, too. So I worked, <laughs> at the, all. I worked at the swimming pool. My pop made sure that I stayed out of trouble. So Coach Stewart came down to the swimming pool and asked me what school was I going to. And I told him, I don't know, Coach. I might go to North Carolina, Notre Dame. Or, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know, Coach. Virginia, Virginia Tech, Tennessee. Got the name of all these schools. And he said, well, did you hear anything from them? I said, yes, sir. I got a letter from every single one of them. So he said, uh, did they talk about giving you a scholarship? I said, no, sir. I never did talk to anybody. He said, so they didn't follow up on it? I said, no, sir. I didn't know what the process was. Mm-hmm. So he said, uh, well, let me tell you something. The, those letters that you received, I said, Coach, I have 42 letters. Wow. I said, Coach, he said, those letters that you received, they're called form letters. And anybody that makes first team all state in any state might get one of those same letters. <laughs> so he said a life they, lesson. So he said unless they talked finances with you and they came back to follow up, he said, You received a form letter, son. It's only a form letter. Then I watched my little darn chest scribble like like this. <laughs> scribble up. Church. Go in. <laughs> oh man. So I said, well, Coach, do you know where I can go? This is July now. And uh, football started to start in August. So I said, well, Coach, do you know where I can go? He said, sure. He said, have you ever heard of Elizabeth City State University? I said, yes, sir. I said, they won the CIAA basketball tournament this past year, didn't he? He said, yeah, they won the CIAA basketball tournament. So I said, yeah, Coach, I, I know about that school. He said, would you like to go there? I said, Coach, I said, I'll go anywhere you send me. Oh, man, I tell you, I love his voice. I'll go anywhere you send me. <laughs> Coach Killer Miller, uh, thanks to the former William Fleming legend, Coach Killer Miller. Uh, we really appreciate that. All right, we got to move things along here. Yeah. We're going to jump right into the Jimmy thing. So, we ready? Yeah, we ready? Let's, let's give it up. It's time for the Jimmy thing. Guys, it gets better and better every week. <laughs> Hard to beat better. Okay, the Jimmy thing. Coaches make a real difference. So with the departure of three of our Crunch High School football coaches, which I'm going to refresh your memories who they are, Uh, Coach Matt Saunders from Radford High School, Coach Paul White from Jefferson Forest High School, and then Coach Tim Fulton from Cave Spring High School. It made me pause and think about how important coaches are to our athletes, and it made me think about a coach who who meant so much to me, Coach Gary McCool, my high school basketball coach. Man, what a cool name that is. He was always able to get the best out of me, and he knew how to do the same for the players, other players on the team. I wanted to win for myself, my team, and for Coach McCool. In 2018, I got a card from Coach McCool, and I'm going to read a little section of it to you right now. It says, I've been going back and putting together old newspaper clippings and finishing my scrapbooks of all my teams. The 1982-83 team is, is next. I have a lot of clippings from that year. It was a very good team. 
I wish we could get up with each other sometime. You were one of my favorite players. I knew you would have a great career, and that and that is why I ordered a special number for you. Number five was my baseball and soccer numbers in college, and I wanted you to wear it. God bless Coach McCool. So my coach got the first time ever at Little Holston High School in basketball, there was a number five jersey ordered. It had never been worn before until that point. So it just really meant a lot to me. So I would say to you, reach out to some of your coaches in the next week or so. Call, text, email, or even go the step better and write them a letter and let them know that coaches make a real difference. And that's my Jimmy thing. Man, that's something. That's awesome. I think if my coach would have gave me number five, it would have been, hey, you only get five fouls. That's it. That's, that's, <laughs> look at your number. Them all. Look yeah. at your number. Yeah, look at your number. But, you know, being coaches and being a coach, it means a lot. And that's one of the things, even today, as I see, you know, the young ladies that I've coached over the years, when I, when I leave and I go away from them, I always look at them and say, hey, you know, I love you. And I tell them I love them every time I see them because they, they mean a lot. And the, you watch these people grow. You yeah. watch them grow from children to adults. So that's a, that's a great story. Ah, nice. Nice yeah. Jimmy thing. All right, so five things you need to know about high school football this week. So the first one, number five, is titled lefties. Okay. So Botetot and Salem both have left-footed kickers. All right. Ooh. So Look I thought that. that was kind of interesting. Yeah, so Wes Cross, uh, freshman for Salem, does a nice job. And Bryson Harvey – Number six, uh, a junior for Botetot. They're both left-footed. Okay. So I just thought that was kind of interesting. Hmm. All right, now the next one, number four, is a little bit sad. Uh, Lake Taylor had a great running back uh, last year and years before that, Malik Newton, who was an early enrollee to Pitt. Right. And his career uh, in football recently has been cut short due to some kind of health issue. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Frank Narduzzi, the pit coach, made an announcement that, you know, he, he couldn't play any longer. So okay. kind of sad that, you know, yeah. a guy that played that well in, in high school and had a promising future, just, you know, something happened uh, health-wise. So sure. just wanted to call that one out. That was in the news. Coaching vacancies, Jimmy talked about it. Coach Tim Fulton's been with Crunch forever. What a great guy. Coach Paul White, the last two seasons we've had him from Jefferson Forest. Uh, he came from uh, – Friday night light section of Texas, you know, yeah. and played at Ferrum. And then Coach Matt, Matt Saunders, a great guy there at Radford. Uh, who knows? Maybe we'll see these guys show up somewhere else. But, uh, you know, these coaching vacancies, uh, you know, they happen. They do. So, um, number two, turnover time. So, again, I'm going to talk about this. This is going to be key today. Salem got two picks against Tuscarora. Um, Sean Collins got those, almost three. And Botetot got three picks. Right. So watch the turnovers today. Mm, yes. Those turnovers are going to be huge. Uh, whoever wins that battle, you might be talking about your state champion. That's it. And then um, number one, ret- again, potential repeaters. Riverheads is back in the championship oh, again. Oh, yeah. Appomattox is back, and yep. Lake Taylor's back. Wow. So that's what, you, that's, right. <laughs> that's what you get rid of them. That's what you need to know about high school football. All right. So quickly, our grade eight debate poll. For me, number eight, Pulaski County. Number seven, Patrick Henry. Six is Heritage. Five is Brookville. Locked in at number four, William Fleming. Number three, LCA. You got to hold LCA right there. And, guys, I mean, we've got two undefeated teams playing in the state championships. Lord Botetot and Salem are my number one. That's it. I agree with you. I'm not going to argue with you this time. How about that? We're good. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) What, What a holiday. Uh, guys, it's been a great, great spring season. Yes. I love doing this with you. Can't wait to pick it back up in the fall. And thanks to our listeners and our advertisers for hanging in there with us. We've had a blast. And we're looking for a couple state champions to, to be named uh, today. Hopefully they'll, they'll win those games. But um, all right. So, um, again, uh, great show today. Thanks to all you fine people for listening and all our great, uh, all our great sponsors. Without you, there'd be no us. No us. We are humbly appreciative. Uh, For Coach Randy, he's Jimmy Whitaker. I'm Carl York, and you've been listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. And remember, it's all all for him.
WPLY, Roanoke, WPLI, Lynchburg, and online at sportsradiova.com.